This is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Are we going to call that a statement game made by the L.A. Rams that uh, they are not dead and buried? Uh, the L.A. Rams are still very much alive uh, in the NFC West uh, with the performance they put on last night. Cooper Cup was fantastic. Matt Stafford had a hell, hell of a throw. Uh, he or a the couple field, throws huh? there. Yeah, well, listen, you know, we'll get to those results later on. You Shoot! Know? we got to yeah. keep the uh, the audience waiting. The can't take uh, the field! You know, listen, uh, congratulations to the L.A. Rams. When, when Arizona started to turn the ball over and Kyler threw that, that second pick, or even after the first pick, it was like that seemed like a big moment in the game. And then the Rams took charge from there, and all that talent that they've acquired over the past couple of years seemed to show off uh, on the grandest let, stage of them all. Let, 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 let's call it what it is, okay? For anyone who was watching, the very first play of the game, Aaron Donald set the tone. All Ooh, right, he did. It, I'll tell you this much: it gave me flashbacks to when I was a young kid, and this, fortunately. You go in the playground, right? There's always going to be that one alpha dog out there. And I remember when we were in elementary school, we used to go out, and, and they would combine like first grade, second grade, right, or, or third grade, fourth grade. Well, I remember my first time going out in first grade. And fortunately, again, I was friends with this kid, so he never gave me a hard time. But <laughs> Gabe Manella, all right? <laughs> Gabe had an older oh. brother than him. And he, his older brother used to beat down on him. And guess where he took out that aggression on? Oh, everybody For else. Everybody else, man. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, when you walked out to that playground, he was the tone setter. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that recess was going to go, but when Gabe was out there, he was going to dictate that. <laughs> it was either going to be a good day at recess oh. or a bad day ba- based on Gabe's mood <laughs> and how he felt. That was Aaron Donald last night, that first play of that game. He yes, set the was. tone for the rest of the Rams. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what they do, like they shot him out of a uh, out of a launcher or something. I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was a pretty pretty intense start to the game. I mean, it, he put people on notice. Look, I know I've been singing Micah's praises, best in the game, dictates this. Maybe he was listening to our show. You Maybe know, he is from Pittsburgh. I mean, that schoolyard yes. you're talking about. A lot of my cousins ran that same schoolyard. <laughs> I'm sure they got stories about Aaron Donald. Uh, I tell you what, there go that man, and and and, and there went the the Rams. I mean, you know, here's the one thing I, I took away from it: the Rams seem to have an attitude about them and and it wasn't it, it was a tone that was set and it seemed as though it's just you know the way they're being discussed like what are they are they any good are they going to melt down like this is an Arizona team that is trending up and 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 listen Arizona still almost figured it out you know I, I think that there was some poor mismanagement at the end of the game I, I thought that they should have I thought that they should have worked a little harder to get a little closer to get a field goal but nonetheless however you look at it they still got to a point of where they had a chance to tie this game and it just makes me wonder I know these are the two best teams in the NFC West I know these are probably one Arizona's probably one one a maybe two maybe three Maybe I give them three, but what do we look at the Rams as right now? Like, to me, I say it's Green Bay, it's Tampa Bay, and then it's Arizona, but Arizona just lost to the Rams, and the Rams are looking pretty good, and their record's pretty good. So it's like, how am I looking at the Rams now? Can the Rams overtake them? 
Can they overtake the Arizona Cardinals to win the NFC West? Or are we at that point? Ooh, I like that. Hey, Jonas, do you have the odds for right now for the NFC West? Let, let, because... me, yeah, let me work on those odds for you here. I can, no, no, I can it, it, it's an calls. interesting question because I was thinking this at the beginning of the show. I was going to ask you guys, like, if you had to bet right now, and I think it's been – I mean, look, San Francisco's been playing good of late. I don't know that we, we think they're better than these two teams. If you had to place a bet right now, though, and I would assume Arizona's the favorite probably because the record and how much how many games we have left. I, I don't know, though. Outside shot, I might take the Rams. I think they're going to be the hotter team going into the playoffs when it's all said and done. Just because of the last night? Just because of I'm that I'm telling one game? you, it's, it's one of those feelings. It's one of those things like you watch like Tampa last year. They didn't have until late in the season. Once they did, that momentum started building. That Rams team is going to be nasty, and they did it without their best quarterback. I was quarterback. about to say, and they did it missing a few guys as well, and that that's that spoke volumes. So let me ask you this. Whose schedule would you rather have down the stretch? Uh, for the L.A. Rams, they've got Seattle at home, then they're at Minnesota, at Baltimore, and then they've got the Niners. And then with the, uh, with the Arizona yeah. Cardinals, at Detroit, home against the Colts, at the Cowboys, home against the Seahawks. I mean, that's the easier that's road. Easier, yeah. It's, probably by, what, a couple games? You yeah, say? probably two games. So because we don't know if we don't know how bad Lamar's um, yeah we don't know how bad his injury is going to be and that that would that might change how you look at that Baltimore game right yeah it, it certainly would change the the dynamic so of that. He, here's where we by stand. the way this Lamar's got me so, I'm like second guessing every time I say Lamar I'm, I'm yeah, like did I say I Lamar Lamar that time I was getting confused when you did it yesterday I'm like is he saying <laughs> Lamar it's Lamar well, is he I, saying <laughs> Lamar is he saying Lamar to Lamar I, now I I'm becoming gun shy though yeah, now I'm like I, I can't I even it. say it without second guessing I, I believe I am literally the only person maybe outside of Lamar's that would be able to get through a conversation with Lamar and not say Lamar. In place of Lavar or Lavar, <laughs> I can do it. But yeah. again, yeah, we it's know. A, it's we that, know uh, you that can broadcast. Do it. You know, yeah. I mean, but yeah. you know, it's that solo stuff I do. You you're know, it just kind of helps you flex your muscles soon. a little bit. All right, here's the odds for the NFC West. Oh, um, here we go. The Arizona Cardinals are a minus eight hundred to win the division, which is uh, you know bet to eight hundred to win a hundred, so a significant favorite to win the division. The LA Rams are plus five fifty. So bet a hundred, win five fifty in return. For those kind of odds, with the value you get in return, I, I would I would kick the tires on the Rams. Why not? I mean, if you if you're that questioning what the Arizona Cardinals and what that looked like last night on display, and you look at that and you go, well, maybe Aaron Donald just realized, you know, I'm tired of this crap. I'm the defensive player of the year. I should be that every single year. And that was without Jalen Ramsey. Why not kick the tires on the Rams plus five fifty? I'm gonna tell you what's even more scary to think about is that Von Miller still hasn't found his footing yet with this team. He's probably not going to. Let's he just might. call it what it is. He might. He might. He okay. just might. And I'm going to tell you. And I'm going to tell you why I think he just might. is because you're seeing his, his presence resonate with this linebacking core already. Like, make no mistake about it. You saw linebackers play at a very, very high level, a higher level than I've seen them play all season. And I don't think that that's by coincidence. I think that's by, that's by influence. And and Von Miller, he shows he still has the ability to get to the quarterback. He shows the burst off of off of the ball. They're not playing him as much, so there may be a little bit of a backstory as to why he's not playing more than what he is. But I just got this weird feeling that he's going to he's going to catch on, and and it's gonna it's gonna be at the time where they most need it in the playoffs. I'm t- I'm telling. I just get this weird feeling that Vaughn is gonna catch on. You cannot you cannot 
write a guy like that off. And then for Aaron Donald, it's so funny because we were on this show, and I'm like, all right, who are we looking at as contenders for this defensive player of the year? And I was like, we haven't been able to say Aaron Donald's name. And lo and behold, I mean, he goes out there, and I don't know that he puts himself in the MVP race conversation, but that certainly was a statement game in terms of applying your dominance to a game. He started the game off with a big play, and he ended the game with a big yep. play. So I, they look pretty good. Remember how this this game, like first the first matchup between these two teams, like Arizona beat the dog yeah. out in their yeah. house. Yeah. And and this game, I know it was a, what a one touchdown, one score game at the end of it, but it felt like it was a lot more distant than that. It like was, it, it, you know, even it tied at half. I was like, man, the Rams kind of feel like they're in control, though. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just that this game gave me a lot different feeling than what I saw from the first matchup between these two. Sean McVay talked about Aaron Donald afterwards. That's what the best do. They play their best when their best is required. We talk about competitive greatness all the time. This guy's the epitome of competitive greatness. Really proud of Aaron. Not at all surprised, but he's a special player, special person, and you felt his presence from the very first snap and then to the last one, and he was outstanding tonight. If he doesn't win NFC Defensive Player of the Week, something's wrong. Well, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Player of the Week. I mean, I that's mean, you NFC. Know, there's really, there's really, a start. Those, those are the ones. On the yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> those are the ones you want. You got to have. Hey, by the way, you're the, you're the last game this past week, of course. Yeah, you can make that statement now. <laughs> I know. I mean, in high, yeah, retrospect. Oh, well, hold on. What did Micah do? I will say this. Well, Micah Parsons. What, what, yeah, what did he do? It's not. You got a campaign these days. I think he had two two sacks. He had like seven well, tackles. What do you get for Player of the Week? What what, what is that? Like uh, uh, you, get, you just get a player like a coffee mug. You know, like a, think, belt, a belt buckle. I think they have yeah. been giving out belts, wrestling belts. Have they? Yeah, really? I think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, you a championship I, I, belt I watch, for player of the week. I watch Michael oh, Post. Look at getting all excited. You know, he gets a lot of a lot of awards, weekly awards these days. Who, Michael Parsons? Yeah. Is? Well, where'd he go? Yeah. Did he go to college somewhere? That you yeah, know, he or? Yeah. hey, man, I gave a shout out to uh, Lavar. Talked about Micah yeah. uh, on a show yesterday. A little CBS yeah. action for yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. What do you no. guys? What do you guys make of uh, Arizona struggling at home like they do? They're undefeated on the road, but Some they call them fools gold, man. I'm. They always make me nervous. Yep. Are they going to turn out to be the Arizona Cardinals or are they going to take a step forward? That's that's how I look at Arizona. At what point are they going to show us they're Arizona? Be- and, and, and I mean, that might be right now. Because we've seen it, especially last year, where late in the season they, they, just, started, not to, as good. they started to fold. Yeah, um, not as good. And a lot of that was, you know, Kyler Murray was banged up late in the season last well, he's year. banged but up it- again. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, he started hobbling around a little bit towards the end of that game. I just think that's night. how he walks. Uh, like, I think he's got he's got a different walk. Oh no, a man. limp. He didn't see. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't, what you're saying. I didn't feel no, as just though saying, like he's got I, a little bit I of mean, a strut. Did you guys? Yeah. I, I didn't feel like he was as explosive. As he usually is. Like, in some of those pass oh. rushes, I thought he might have scooted Bro, out. I don't know, there man. Was, there was a third down where he got flushed out of the pocket earlier in the game, and they were making such a big deal about Greg Gaines um, <laughs> making the tackle, which the only reason Greg Gaines was able to cover down and make the tackle is because Kyler put such a move on uh, Jones, the linebacker for the Rams, literally – like lost his jock strap somewhere on the twenty yard line. It was one of the best little like hesitation stutters that he just jetted right by him. And then Gaines eventually, as he was like stutter stepping, like made the tackle from behind. It was a ridiculous move and Kyler got like no credit for it. it and it's just he's so much fun to watch scramble. He's dude. so quick. I just wonder 
was he is he for as quick as he looked last night he's I, I've I, for me I think he's looked quicker he's looked more explosive and I didn't like I felt as though like even on that last play like he would have been able to not only escape the tackle elude the tackle but he would have been able to to elude an Aaron Donald and maybe get his feet set to throw it. Well, he got through the first guys. He did. He did. He did. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. So he did. I mean, he had the, he had the high <laughs> just, ankle sprain, right? And so he came back last week and yeah. or, or, or two two weeks ago or whatever yeah. it was. Where's the um, Bears, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah Where's that cares? tough defense? Um, there, and so he comes back from the high ankle sprain. Do you think he's 100? percent Do you think he's 100? percent I don't. I, I didn't think he looked 100. That's yeah, I, he like I say. He looked like he limped a few times around. Like maybe he was getting sore, you know, and I, I think that plays a major part. Like I, I guess the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I think this team is is close to unbeatable if Kyler Murray is does a little bit more. If if he moves around a little bit more, yeah, I think this team. I think it's a different game against the Rams. They they miss their shots too. You know, they had an early shot to AJ Green. He got some pressure in the pocket. Uh, the the quarterback fell down. And it was just one of those deals where he put it to the outside, Green looked to the inside, and they, you know they couldn't complete it. But like they, they had their opportunities and shots last night. I just, I don't know, man. Something about it felt like we we watched like the beginning of a heavyweight boxing match, and Mike Tyson came out and just right from the get-go started just throwing those haymakers, and that was it. Like you were like, oh, okay, like this is going to be the Rams' night tonight. It's uh, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. Coming up next, there is a a story in the NFL. Uh, People are swarming. The vultures are swarming. There is one guy standing in the middle of it all trying to defend the honor of the organization. We'll get into all that for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, uh, so the uh, the vultures uh, have uh, have circled the skies high above uh, Jacksonville. Um, this uh, they continued on uh, on Monday, just the piling on of Urban Meyer, uh, just uh, going all in on Urban Meyer and the situation in Jacksonville. As we talked about yesterday, this feels like people had uh, some issues previously that they're now sort of digging back up and and going hard in the pain on Urban Meyer and and why it's not going to work in Jacksonville. Uh, Urban Meyer uh, yesterday. Uh, spoke with the media per usual on a Monday following a game and uh, Urban Meyer talked about the one of the reports that we discussed yesterday about the alleged argument uh, he had with a player and the uh, issues he had. Marvin Jones was thrown out there. Here was uh, the Jaguars head coach yesterday. I did mention it because it became, uh, you know, my dear Amy here helps me out. So this is some story about you had a heated argument with Marvin Jones. You know, I see people stare at their phones and, and the players knew it. Sorry, so he doubled down on that I had a heated argument with? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It didn't happen. Yeah. But I, I gotta move, we got to move on. And Can I give out Marvin's text number or something? <laughs> <laughs> Is that an <laughs> I love how reporters laugh with you so that they can keep you saying stuff. It's yeah. like you're laughing. It's like, yeah, <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> tell us more. 
I mean, you listen. You got to uh, you got to you got to wash the guy's balls from time to time. You got to get him uh, oh, going. That I'm just was so hilarious. Well, you gotta, oh, hey, the balls. Yeah, you do. You got to got to get, get make the guy feel good about himself. Would you like right? to have Marvin's text number? <laughs> <laughs> now uh urban meyer also um uh he talked about uh the uh the issues uh in jacksonville he went on and on uh, here was more about uh from the uh, jaguars head coach uh, urban meyer yesterday uh discussing all the drama and the friction there between the jags the media and everything else surrounding it I worry about James' mentality. I worry about Marvin Jones' mentality because that's reality. What you just said is reality. Reality of an athlete and reality of a coach. When you work so freaking hard at something and it's not executed, that's an absolute. And I have experienced that. Some of this other stuff, the stories, and I've never heard of that kind of stuff in my life. But I have heard about frustration. Every coach and every athlete have dealt with frustration. So Trevor Lawrence uh, has uh, defended uh, just the situation and stood up and and spoke about their locker room and, you know, just uh, dealing with this stuff when it comes along with it and just sort of rallying around each other. Uh, Everybody has said there, you know, we got a great locker room, so on and so forth. Maybe not so much coaching staff, but uh, the uh, the great locker room. I'm just saying, you know, they got some rats there. There's some uh, snakes uh, that that are, uh, you know, uh, in in the uh, building there. But this just feels like this is going to be a conversation that's going to continue on. Shad Khan has said that he doesn't feel like he needs to make any sort of a, a rush to judgment now or a decision right now um, unless this gets just absolutely awful and takes on another turn. Brady, I can't see them making a move in season. This is going to be something that they discuss after the season. Yeah, but you heard Shad Khan made a statement yesterday saying he's not going to be hasty with his decision. And I think he's going to give it time. Here's what you also have to take into account with Shad Khan. The pre-existing relationship with Urban Meyer. They've known each other for a long time. He's admired what Urban has done at Florida and Ohio State and other places he's been. And I think he knew signing up for this that if you were to live in that world where you're going to live week to week and you're going to live in a vacuum of just you know different stretches throughout this season, it's going to be tough. It's going to look bad. This has been the worst team in the NFL a year ago. They're one of the worst teams in the NFL, but that's not to say there's not some bright spots. There's no doubt Trevor Lawrence is a franchise quarterback, at least in my mind. He just doesn't have any help around him. Now, how much can the coaching staff do on that side of the ball? You know, that's the tough part to try to answer because there's some young pieces. There's some pieces that I'm sure they'd like to upgrade or improve upon, but that's going to take time. You know, you can't turn it over as quickly as you'd like in the NFL. Their defense has been good at times, but not consistently enough. So I think all in all, cooler heads will prevail, and and they'll talk after the season about what they want to do moving forward. I just I think if Urban was to step down, it would be on his own volition. It wouldn't be that Shad Khan fires him after one year. I just don't think that's been his track record. I don't think he'd want to do that. And I, and I think the, the tough thing for me about thinking if, if Urban Meyer would step down after one year would be, I think he kind of knows what he signed up for. Exactly. And the challenge. Yeah. Like, he likes challenges, man. Like, it, And this is one that it's a true challenge, like trying to rebuild this thing back up and figure out how to do it at the NFL level. So I just – I know everyone's making a big deal about it now, and that's what the media does. And as I said before, I, I, I don't think he ever got a fair shot when he got into the league. So – 
I, I'm actually I'm, I'm rooting for him to be in the NFL longer. Hundred percent. Just so, if not only just so the media has to deal with, you know, some of what they've dealt with this year, and, how, and, and and maybe if they don't like it, good, deal with it. Like for once, like you're gonna have to deal with someone who's gonna build this thing back up and maybe make it successful, and you have to deal with that or, or the consequences, whatever that may be. Five and eleven and eighteen, two thousand eighteen. Six six wins or five five wins in two thousand eighteen. Six wins in two thousand nineteen. One win in two thousand twenty one. Yeah, they, they were bad way before two, Urban Meyer got there. Yeah. So again. I always find it interesting when when I when I was playing, and I had gotten deep enough into losing as as a pro, you start to really sit back, and you measure and you weigh your locker room, your friends. It's like, am I a loser? And then you start to look around. Am I hanging around losers? Like, what's the company that I'm keeping? What's what's the environment like? And it always trips me out. When a team kind of overvalues themselves when they're not successful, it's like we're holding Urban Meyer, the the public, the 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 media. They're all holding Urban Meyer to this standard of what Urban Meyer has been throughout his career. It's like, oh, the Urban Meyer effect. He comes straight to Ohio State. And they become this powerhouse of a team. And everything that he did in Florida, they became this powerhouse of a team. And it's like, why isn't Jacksonville becoming this powerhouse of a team? Because they suck. (laughs) Of course, Shad Khan isn't going to make a a quick decision. Y'all suck. Like, when you have an opportunity with somebody that is a proven winner, and we just talked about how those, those things surfaced about him, whether it's true or not, saying that I'm a winner. Like, what's y'all's resume? Like, I'm going to be honest. Sometimes you got to have hard conversations. This is funny because when you think back to the Illinois-Penn State game and leading up to that game, and we had the conversation about the coach and how he said, well, we're going to have to recruit this position. Brett Bielema. We've not had any yeah. any uh, good guys stand out at these positions. At this, He basically called out every single position of his team and said we got to recruit better we got to do better and everybody lost their pants everybody lost their minds everybody was talking about how this man how can he talk to these guys this way how can he say these things he's going to lose the team this that and other one thing I can tell you is if you have a losing mentality and everybody's walking around feeling like losers you're going to lose if somebody is not going to be that person that says, hey, look, I'm not going to walk around amongst you losers and let myself become a loser. I'm going to influence you to to want to be something different than that. And and that's what happens in locker rooms where you don't win. You got to have somebody that's going to give you harsh truth. If you're walking around here right now and you're comfortable and you're happy and you're okay, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And something might be wrong with you. You can look at me and say, Urban Meyer, oh, he he was in the bar and he had the shorty on his leg. He's a winner. That's why. I'm looking at you guys. I win. If you give me the opportunity to win, we'll win. But I'm going to go to my restaurant and I'm going to visit with people and have a good time and let people do do on my kneecap. I'm going to do that because I'm a winner. Now, either y'all want to win because they hired me to come here so we can win. 
or y'all can keep being what you want to be. And if y'all want to have this internal bite, biting and, and bickering and moaning and groaning and victimhood, then you got the wrong guy. And then now you got to see where you're going to weed out the certain people that may bring down the value of trying to create a winning culture. I also think, and Brady, obviously you would know this because you worked with them the past couple of years. This isn't like just spur of the moment. He was like, you know what? I'll go be a coach in the NFL. Why not? He'd had to have been contemplating this and thinking about if he was ready to make a move for a while now. And this opportunity popped up and, and and I think that he looked at it and thought about it long enough and and he made the the move that he thought he could ultimately have success in making this move after he made the decision to go to the NFL I, this idea that you everybody just expected it was going to work right away I get, or there's no way Urban Meyer came into this thinking, oh, you know, we're going to be a 10-win team fighting for a playoff spot. He probably realized this is going to take some time, and it's going to take me a time to get the, the right guys around me. It's not going to happen in one year. And everybody's just ready to go, no, it's got to go. We get... To LeVar's point, they were a bad team. 2017 is a long-ass time ago. Nobody from that team is on this roster anymore. That team that was six minutes away from going to a Super Bowl. This idea this is all Urban Meyer that's leading to all this problem and all these issues in Jacksonville, I, I just think it's a bunch of crap. I think it's hey, BS. All great points. I mean, this organization has really, since it's uh, expansion, since it was an expansion team and had talented players, uh, like your Mark Brunells, your Maurice Jones Drews, your Fred Taylors, your, you know, you can throw a bunch of other guys Baselli. in that category. Yeah, Tony Baselli. You know, since those early days, and, and by the way, I, I probably left out a bunch of guys. Fred but Taylor, the, Donovan yeah, Darius. Yeah, I said Fred. Uh, Bucky, Brooks. Bucky, Bucky Brooks. Bucky Brooks. Damn right. <laughs> Tony yeah, Brackens. Yeah. yeah. So Marcus the, tr- the truth is, since early on, <laughs> yeah, Stroud was a beast. Now. Yeah, yep. uh, Paul Puzlesny, my yeah. guy. Yeah, um, Mr. Penn America. Stater. Yeah, Penn Stater. That's um, the only other guy I'll, I'll say that has that 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 look. Paul Puzlesny has that Brady Q Quinn look. I'm just saying. <laughs> Hey, he'll give you a run. People would have looked at like, like, why'd you get so jacked up when you're in the NFL? I was like, well, I, I trained with Paul Puzz Leslie coming out. We were, we were like best buds for a minute uh, training for the combine together. Imagine but, what y'all look like <laughs> in the gym. I'd have been standing yeah. there like, good God, look at those two men over there. Nah, man. Um, those are some good looking men lifting those weights. I, I, I digress. I, yeah, it's no problem. T- talking too. with Urban over the, the couple <laughs> years I worked with him, he had plenty of opportunities. He had plenty of teams and people poking around, and it became pretty apparent that in the state of college football, I, I think he wanted that next challenge, and it, it didn't want to be necessarily at you know Southern Cal or somewhere else like that. It, it wanted to be that next step up and see if he could do it at the NFL level. I, I just think the hard thing is we see in college, like, good jobs come open, right? Like, not necessarily you know, good jobs because there was a lack of productivity, I mean, you get jobs that come open because guys just decide to leave. Brian Kelly left Notre Dame. They'd won 10 or more games the last five seasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a good job, obviously. I'm biased, but I think we'd agree. He, you know, it's not a good spot right now, but that job came open. And, and there's other examples of that, I think, in college football. You know, in the NFL, it's not like that. Like, it, seldom do you ever see someone leave, like, a good situation. Like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> Usually, it's a bad football team. They didn't have success. The Jaguars haven't had success, with the exception of that, I, I don't want to say a fluke AFC championship appearance season, you know, what with Blake Bortles four years yeah. ago, yeah. whatever it was. But that's the truth. Like, 
No one expected them to get there. They got there, and, and they've, they've struggled ever since, and they struggled before that. So this is an organization that it's going to take time. You kind of have to knock it all down in order to build that foundation again to build it back up. And I think what we're seeing right now is an organization that hasn't had someone come in there and push as many buttons as he is to try to get things steered back in the right direction. Like you hear him talking about, you know, you know, rumors and, and stuff coming out from his coach staff or leaks. He's like, I've never heard of that. I've, I've never experienced that. You, know, you hear all these different reports coming out. He's like, that was never a part of any team I was ever with. And it's because it was obviously a different culture and he built it a different way. That's where Jacksonville is trying to get to. And it's going to take time. It's going to take a lot of patience and time. And, and I know their fan base already has been patient, but that's where they're at right now. They're how, just every part of How many pro bowlers does, does Jacksonville have currently? Oh, God. I don't think any. I don't think any. I wouldn't. I mean, Josh Allen might be the only one I'd say. You know, you could have made a case, even though I don't really know, like this year. That, that was more of what I think last year. And he's made one in the past. But I'm just saying, if you think about what you just said in terms of bringing up those names, you're talking about up for the Hall of Fame, perennial pro bowlers, and all pros. When we're right. talking about those those teams that yeah. Tom Coughlin led that, that had all of that success, you are going to have to amass an amount of talent in Jacksonville to be able to compete. You're, it's, it just has to happen. And, and in fact, if you think about it, that's every team. <laughs> it's every team. You have to have pro bowlers emerge. You have to have lead. We just talked about it leading off in the show. Your big dogs have to show up to the big dog fights. Like, and no, you know, I don't condone dog fighting to, to all the sensitivity people out there. But what I'm saying yeah, yeah. is, yeah, let me make sure I disclaimer that. Uh, but what I what I mean, no meows. We don't need no cats. <laughs> we need, need more, more dogs. dogs. That was Lavar pre-show. Yeah, I just I just think that they're going to need way more talent developed or or acquired before you can even start to beginning processes of how are we going to judge urban meyer it's going to take a couple years so to judge him now if if people are really judging him now like oh he didn't turn it around right now you don't understand what building is you don't you don't understand what this would be the equivalent of of urban meyer at the college level of taking the absolute worst bottom team and turning it into a, a competitive team say in like what the the AFC or or even the SEC. What's the bottom dwelling team of the SEC? Definitely not South Carolina. I'll tell you that. All right, maybe they might be in there. Oh come on, they might be in there. Good Spencer Rattler now. What are you talking about? Oh my gosh, I, I'm just saying. Imagine him having to go take over yeah. SC, right, and and then become the winner, the 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 top competing team in that conference. Yeah, it's, you, you know what I'm saying. Like that's it, it's not realistic to think that. But it's, you know, and it's all, but any other coach, any other coach, I think would be given a much more fair of a shot in, in the media that Urban Meyer's got. And that's the point I'm yeah, making. It's just, it's, it's I rough. think that's the point we're all making, which it's not an excuse. It's just that it's it, the takes, truth. it takes time to build, a, a, especially when it's a, a, a crappy team. It just, it takes time. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros in a Cup of Joe. With Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox, weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller, along with my trusty sidekick, David Gascon. Would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we are going to uh, get into this here. Uh, Brady Quinn uh, came up with an idea. He said, all right, let's uh, let's play a little bit of grab ass, uh, but let's talk about some stories that maybe, uh, you know, we, we shouldn't be talking about on sports radio. But, you know, this will be a way to see if the bosses are listening. And so away we go. Uh, let's get into this. We don't have a name for this segment. And thus, we don't have imaging done at all for this segment either. Uh, but here we go, Brady Quinn. Uh, you and I double barrel action. Uh, and uh, this, this music is insane. Insulting and offensive. I don't know why we got to play this music. All right, they're like, uh, "Are you Irish or something?" Is that what I'm hearing? Is that yes, what's happening? Yeah, yes, right. I am. Yeah, Little, so I, uh, I, I'm not offended by, at all by this. Okay, uh, nor by the leprechaun in Notre Dame. So okay. Hey, Pagman. Yeah. <laughs> you put it in. You put the drop in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, Pagman. What about me, Pagman? Oh my uh, God. Look uh, at me, Pagman. <laughs> <laughs> this is me too, man. <laughs> just dust it off uh, all right so, uh, all right. so let's get into it yeah let's get into this do you remember us like talking about michael strahan going up to space uh yesterday on our show which oh, y- I-, I believe you still think is fake yeah right? it's that fraud voyage uh you can go yeah. to space in 10 minutes like you can't get through a drive-thru in 10 minutes but you can go to space and come back in 10 minutes okay all right sure well this might be another reason maybe where you wouldn't want to go to space even if you're given the opportunity to there's a broken toilet on a spacex capsule which means the astronauts will have to return to earth in diapers what yeah oh so so they can't uh they can't uh take care of business yes correct they'll be wearing diapers on their way on their decline back down to earth all right so i'm not trying to get gross here but you know if you're in space kind of stuff floats around up there right <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. like so like, i believe there's a, a vacuum effect oh, oh, oh that's right. my guess well, that's, that's a pretty, my guess that's a pretty yeah. strong vacuum if uh, if you're going to uh, number two in space and all of a sudden it can just get sucked up there like i mean you ever seen you saw well, there's you, also there there's he is also, speaking of space yeah. the is back. i went to space and came right back <laughs> y'all he, he was uh, flying in the fs1 i, and ju- I jumped back. in the bills uh, uh flight machine and i was out of here and i was right back um so you can uh i, I I don't understand. So a vacuum sucks it down, but that's broken. So now the astronauts have to wear diapers. Oh, wow. I, I mean, I, it's just a guess. but And I don't know that it's the vacuum that's necessarily even broken. Why can't you just throw it out the window? Well, I, I think there's, uh, you know, there's not any oxygen out there, but... Well, That'd I, be my best guess. I, what are you trying to? I, make I really sh- didn't. I didn't really look into the actual dynamics of how you go to the bathroom in space. I'm just reading the article. All right, I'm just reading the, you the headline. Do you have any interest in going to space? Can you smell things in space when there's no gravity? Like, can the can the smell no. still? Can those smell particles and, smell and molecules? Worse? Can they travel in like, zero gravity? I don't, I don't know. know, but can I ask this? Like, yeah. I always feel like when people are ripping on the pl- airplane, it smells worse. It does because yeah. it's recycled yeah. air. Yeah. So is that what it is? But I mean, we're not in zero gravity when we're. I we're mean, it's flying. definitely 
It's definitely recycled air, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it would have to be, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's a good. So it's probably going to smell worse because those those stink molecules are just going to sit there. They're not going to go anywhere. They're just going to be right there. I mean, they I never could go anywhere. Like, blow them. Like you could just go like and like literally uh, uh, make it go away, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you could probably see those stink molecules no, in no, space. Like, look at me, Pac Man. <laughs> what about me, Crap Man? Uh, uh, right. What else we got? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's go to the great state of Colorado where yeah. a hiker who was lost for 24 hours ignored rescuers' calls because he didn't recognize the number. Oh, wow. I mean, <laughs> oh, wow. That's fair. Uh, uh, you know, and if a bear would have got him or a mountain lion or that's fair, though. something would have got him, um, that would have been the Lord's work being done. That oh. was the Lord's will. Well, the Lord's <laughs> Lord's work was also creating caller ID. And, and I mean, he has an bro, option. He bro, sees a number. You're lost. You're lost. I mean, I don't give a damn who it is that's on the other end of that phone. I mean, Help! I, Hey, what, do you, what do you think? It's a telemarketer? Hell, like, hell. it's a telemarketer hey, calling man, I, I, They call it all hours of the day now. I'll be like, this is the this is the first time that I'm okay with you telemarketing me, and, sir. And it's insurance, it's insurance season. You get these uh, people that call up and say, yeah, yeah, calling from blah, 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 blah. Want some insurance? Like, oh, what? what? I need your help. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Mrs. Insurance person. Uh, I'm if lost. I could figure a way how to get out. And yet they just never yeah. answer the phone. That's crazy. I'm out of here. I'm just going to die. <laughs> I mean, it didn't right. work out for me. I didn't. My caller ID didn't give me the right people to, to come save me. <laughs> Matt, I'm out of here. Imagine if you still had a pager. Just Imagine take that. me now, Jesus. <laughs> Good luck finding a payphone. Take take yeah. me now. <laughs> <laughs> Knock on some guy's deer stand. Like, hey, got anything in there? <laughs> Get out of here. All oh right, wait, right. I wouldn't recognize the number. <laughs> What's now, the matter with you, man? Report <laughs> <laughs> will not stop now. The All movie right. colors, man. Last one. Last one. All right. Do you guys play the lotto? No. Uh, only when the prize gets really big, which is the dumbest thing in the world. But yeah, I no, really actually, bigger. I like that strategy. Well, but like but strategy. then it gets bigger okay, and it keeps getting but, bigger. But here, bigger. here's what's so dumb about it: it's then like it gets, if, if it gets growing. up to 400 million, I'm in. But but the 10 million it normally is, I'm just too good for that. Yeah, but when it gets right. to four, it's it's just like, it, yeah, it's, uh, it is weird. I don't know why well, I do it. Well, here you go, because there's a Michigan man who won two million dollars after using the same exact lottery numbers for years. So his system kind of worked. Yes. I guess, I guess maybe he should start hit. playing. Okay. Yeah, finally hit. All right, t- this has been my, my whole thing with the lottery. I never use the same numbers because I don't play consistently enough, so I always use quick pick because I don't want to be that a-hole who the one week he didn't play his numbers, they hit. I, I wouldn't right. be able to live with myself. I I, I would disappear into the woods uh, with, like, uh, two 30-packs uh, and a sawed-off. What would you do if you won? Uh, Honestly, what would you do? the lottery? Yeah. What would He'd you do? He'd still do a Saturday show. He would not that be doing right You would not change. You yeah. like squid games. You would not change No, I, I think if I won the lottery— um, You wouldn't fly privately. You know what? None, nothing. I'll talk about it from 10 to noon Eastern time on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hey, Brady, man, I'm going to holler at you, man. Quit this dude show. is crazy. He quit, he quit our show. Yeah, he doesn't even show, pump our show. What are you talking about? <laughs> Unbelievable. Thank <laughs> Colors. Colors. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 